BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone is having a blessed day thus far. We're about to bless your day even thus further. Hello, Jax. How are you, Dern? I am darn good. Thank you so much. It's a gorgeous Tuesday. So joyful. Can't wait to rejoice with you in the glory that is Tuesday. Glory be the God. Amen, sister. How was your Monday? It was Monday. It wasn't terrible. You know, it was a nice ease into the week. We're back Tuesday. Now we're in it. Rise, grind, hustle, you know? You know, I had a nice Monday myself. I finished my book, which was very good. I would say, though, that the first half was much better than the second half. The second half was a little rushed and like the inventory things, they just weren't landing for me. But it's a true story. So it's like it seemed unbelievable. If it wasn't a true story, I'd be like, this could never happen. But because it's a true story, I'm like, tell me more. Ma'am, are we going to talk about? Your sweatshirt? Yeah, about my sweatshirt. Yeah, thank you for reminding me because you know I would have forgotten. No, I come I on the show every day. we spoke day. about it four seconds before we started recording. Right, which is why it was out of my mind. I always come on the show with like a couple things that I want to say. Do I ever remember to say them? No, but this is so you important. You should write them down. I should. I really should. I need more like That's what pens and paper around my house to just write Gotta down. Gotta start jotting things down. Errant thoughts. Errant thoughts. But today's announcement is that Redheads merch is dropping new merch. I've been teasing it for a while, but I really wanted to get everything so gorgeous and right for you guys because the Redheads is like an ironclad brand and there's Mm. just no room for error, period. Zero. So today I'm wearing one of our new sweatshirts from the collection. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm just going to move to the left. If you're listening as a podcast, check out our Instagram because we will have posted a photo in the sweatshirt. It's really cute. You know, the redheads are kind of evolving. The redheads are evolving. So we will be dropping like four sweatshirts, one long sleeve, a hat, tote bag, as always, phone case mugs. You can see the whole collection on our Instagram account. I will post all of the images of things that we're dropping. And the redheads are constantly evolving. And I, I thank you for bringing that up because not only do we always evolve and with every book that we read, we are expanding our minds, mm-hmm. but we're also always growing. I know I joke around about how the redheads are taking over the world, but it's like kind of not a joke. When do you think you'll get to the place where like your emblem is on the cover of a book? If I ever reprint my book, which I don't know why I would, You know what? When I did the paperback. You should have done it. I should have because I got the New York Times emblem, which is really why I did the paperback. I should have done the Redheads one. Like, what's wrong with me? I think that 
to be honest, it won't happen because I'm pretty sure that like Reese's book club, Oprah, Jenna's book club, they get advanced copies of books and they choose what book they're going to have for a specific month before the book is released. So then when the book is released, they can put on the cover that Mm -hmm. it's a Jenna's book club. It's a today show, you know, it's a Reese and the redheads, we're just lay people who are just recommending books that we think would be good. And so we'll never be on the ground floor like that. I mean, I guess we could be if we got like, all, but that's not the spirit of the redheads because nobody reads the books before we choose them. Yeah. So I don't know if that would happen, but you guys know my goal for the redheads, like where I would be like, okay, we made it is to have a redheads table of books at like Barnes and Noble or a local bookshop any well, bookstore. I mean, I could show up with a table myself and kind of put I it together. I feel like we definitely have a toaster who is like a manager at a Barnes and Noble, a local indie bookstore. Um, and if you do that, like we'll promote the hell out of your store. So the hell, the hell. So I feel like it's a win-win for everyone. Agreed. Reach out to me if you have the power to set up a table in your local bookstore. It's so funny how we have like such niche goals, like when, not even for books, but like when I was releasing my book, like I really wanted to be sold in airports and that was um, a goal that I achieved. And like a lot of people, obviously I wanted to be a New York Times bestseller, all that thing, but we have like such random niche goals when it comes to our career. Yeah, no, and but it's also just things that you associate with making it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, and I think it's, it's almost different. like we're not like other career women. Of course, but I think it's different for everyone because, you know, we all grew up differently and you would see things as a sign of success. And to me, like going to a bookstore and seeing a table that's like Reese's Book Club, which they have, I'm like, why not redheads? Why now? Why now? Why this sperm? So Redheads Merch Impertinent Information is dropping Thursday. We're Thursday girls over at the Redheads. So this Thursday, Redheads Merch is dropping at shopmorningtoast.com. Check out at the Redheads on Instagram for all the details. And the great thing about the Redheads is like if you are a Redhead, you can rep the brand. Love it. But if you're like not even a Redhead, you could still like rep it. And people are like, what's that? And you're like, it's my book club. And they're like, smart tings. No, but then if you happen to have red hair, it just also adds another element, you know? Yeah, it's multifaceted. Um, love that for you. Thank love you. love to see, you know, literate women thriving and being fashionable. That's really all you want to see from women. Literacy and fashion. And the redheads achieves both. Speaking of redheads, you are still reading lessons in chemistry. I know you're struggling a little bit. Where yeah, it's it's a fine book. It's really not an amazing book. Like, I just want to be totally honest. I'm about 70%. Like, I could have finished it last night, but I'm like, I'm not even having a good time. It's, you know me, I read a book in a day. So it's taken me like six different reading sessions to finish it. It's fine. It's a good book. It's like, whatever. Uh, but are you not obsessed with 630 and mad? I was. I'm not really. I, I was. Like them together? The character development of the main character, Elizabeth, is so horrendous. I want to smack her upside the fucking head. Um, Like you have this once in a lifetime opportunity. Somebody literally came to you, gave you a TV show at a prime slot. You literally like have never worked in TV in your life. And you're going to be an ungrateful wench. That's what you're going to be. And I get it. It's for women's empowerment. I get it. But it's like, stop. Stop. Follow the rules. And I know in the end it works out because she did it her way. I get it. But watching her like destroy everything in her path just to like do it her way. It's kind of, you know, annoying the fuck out of me. Damn, we needed you on the Redheads episode because we were all agreeing. No, like I get it. Women are more than housewives. This is set in the 50s. I I believe in the message. I agree with you that like 
there needs to be some compromise. Like just because things should be done a certain way doesn't mean that they're going to, and it can't be my way or the highway or else we're never getting anywhere. Yeah, I did just get to the part in the book where her and Mrs. Frask lay down their arms because they share a mutual trauma. And I loved that so much. Like, justice for Mrs. Frask. Like, no wonder she was, like, a miserable wench. Like, she's been treated like shit. Yeah, that was Dana's takeaway. Frask was her favorite. Frask was a queen. (laughs) And then Frask getting fired for being 27 pounds overweight. Like, relatable. So there are elements of the book that I do enjoy, but overall, like as a read, I'm not finding it like to be a super easy read. It's not. And a we super, get it. It's not. You a super work easy in read. science. I cannot deal with the pages and pages of scientific references like this. Did I pick up a textbook? Okay. Uh, like on the cooking show, how she can't just say salt. She has to say N-A-C-L, yeah. you know, stop, stop, <laughs> stop. She's annoying the fuck out of me. She's not your kind of girl. She's like quirky, you know? Yeah. And she's, you know what she is? She's scrupled to a fault at times. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, we have a fab show. Yes. Not a ton of uh, TV recap, which is great. So we're just going to be able to focus on the stories, focus on ourselves, which is so important when you have a podcast to focus on yourself. Oh, beyond, especially when it's every day and you guys need to know yeah. about everything that I was doing. And speaking you of, what? I made it to the gym yesterday. I'm feeling hashtag oh, wow. proud. Feeling Good for you. Proud. You know, there's a trend going around on TikTok that I wanted to get your take on. It's like, People are sharing the moments in media and pop culture that like shifted who they were as a person. And I was curious if you had any moments like that. Definitely. For me, obviously one that comes to mind is Ariana Grande performing at the Wicked 15 year anniversary. Like that performance like really truly shifted who I was as a woman. Yeah. I feel like for me, I need to back it up a little further because I feel like when I'm younger, that's when you know you're more impressionable, and these things have a way of shifting you, mm-hmm. the shifting Streisands, mm-hmm. or like a moment in a TV show. I need to think about it because I don't want to. I don't want to. I like I, I can think of big moments from our childhood that were like, oh my god, and like the whole world was talking about a certain thing, like Miley Cyrus on the cover of Vanity Fair. But for that's me, that's a good one. For I don't know that that shifted things for me. For me, it made me realize, my God, people will complain about anything. Yeah. Another one of those moments. Um, All of my is moments Desperate really ha- have to do with Miley Cyrus. Okay, so another one of my moments is Desperate Housewives. Like when Tom leaves Lynette, like who the fuck do you think you are? You fucking wench. Yeah. After all she's done for you and your dumb ass opening the pizzeria, like that was a moment. And I was like, wow, men are really like they have the audacity. Like they have the audacity. Yeah. She gave up her, gave up her career for you, even though she was more successful than you, so she could be a housewife and you could continue to work. You then put the family's livelihood at stake by opening that dumbass pizzeria, the Scavos, and then you leave her, you fucking wench. Yeah, you really related to Lynette. Um, even more so, I didn't relate to her, no, but, but you loved I her. Like, sympathized sorry. with yeah. her. Yeah. Even more so when I rewatched the show as a grown woman, because, you know, being in a relationship and being married, like, you know, marriage is all about compromise. Yes. And you really saw, as like a grown woman, how much nerve Tom Scavo had. Yeah. Just because he was be- like better looking of the two. 
Interesting take. I rewatched Desperate Housewives almost like eight years ago now. So not as like a wife. Fresh. And definitely, and mm. not as a mom. I feel like my time might be coming. The only thing is that now I don't have the time. Make the time. I know. Like it's, there, oh, there's actually so many moments from Desperate Housewives that like were major life altering moments for me. When Carlos became blind. Yep. That was huge. Mm -hmm. Or like when Orson... When Orson like had to be kicked out of the house because like he had in you know a few years ago run over Mike and it's like but Orson and Bree, right? No, there's so that really that show is so good. Like I feel sympathy and sadness for anyone who's never seen it. Yeah, no, I feel actually really excited for you guys because it's all ahead of you. It's all happening in the words of Sheena Marie Shea. Yeah, that's a good trend on TikTok. I need to think about it further to think about like what really resonated with me. Sound off in the comments, like, what was a moment in pop culture and media that really, like, changed who you were as a young woman or man? Uh, another moment was Caitlyn Jenner's special, <gasps> Diane Sawyer. Oh, that actually, like, changed my perspective mm -hmm. on life. Every, like, I that think was the first so time. many people. Yeah, and not even, of course, about, like, trans, but also, like, now when I'm, like, talking to people about, like, gender which I don't really do all that often but like if I if I do like I'm always saying how you know gender and sexuality are so different and I only learned that from the Caitlyn Jenner special like when Caitlyn said that I was like oh my god yeah duh like the two have nothing to do with one like it really um that was a cultural shift that was a cultural shift and yes it was very educational in terms of like the transgender experience I think for so many people but something else that I really took away from it is to mind the way we speak about people who we uh -huh. don't know because you so don't true. know what's going on could be anything and totally. the way that people were talking about Caitlin, Caitlin before that special like it just didn't get any nastier it nastier than what was being said and and mm -hmm. we were all a part of it 100% we are all guilty and compliant that was a horrible time so that's was a big eye-opening moment for me yeah no that's a good one too um I'm curious to hear what people are gonna say because people sharing a lot of people have like moments from tv shows that I don't watch like Fleabag um but it's been really interesting to see like what what stays with people I think for a lot of people Marissa Cooper dying was like how they learned <gasps> yes. about death yes 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 mm -hmm. that's a good one too um so yeah just like a fun fun thing the kids are doing on the talk thought I would alert you to yeah that's cool thanks yeah thanks for keeping me up um, with the kids that's really my job here at the Toast to kind of be like the Gen Z correspondent because, you know, I kind of teeter between being Gen Z and millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, we're also gearing up for our Toast a Ween episode next week. We're going to be together. I just finally booked my flights to come see you. I'm going to join you at the end of this week. And then all of next week we'll be together for episodes. And, of course, we're going to end the week uh, with Toast a Ween. What day is, is Toast a Ween? Like, what day is I Halloween? Think Halloween. Oh, actually, Halloween is on Monday. Oh, so. so will we do it Monday? Monday. It's like so weird. Yeah, no, we're doing it Monday. That is weird. Because usually we like leave it all at the end of the week and then we Friday. can come back Monday. It's November and we're fresh. No, but starting off the week with a Toast a Ween episode is going to be kind of bizarre, no? It will be, but that's, we're not, like, it's the 31st. We adhere to the lunar calendar. We do. And that's just a little bit about us. So stay tuned for that. Some people have been guessing. I have not seen anyone guess what we're going to be, which is, I love to shock and awe. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anyone guess it uh, right. I don't I'm think truly so. I'm excited. I don't think so. 
Um, and yeah, that's really all it for me. It was an uneventful day. Not much to update the girlies on. Slept like a beast. Oh, oh, sorry. So I'm sleeping. Heavenly slumber. All of a sudden, I hear... Now, in case you couldn't tell, that was glass shattering. Couldn't tell. Glass shattered on the white cloth. I'm like, what the fuck? So right before bed, Ben is like, I want to go get some water. And I had just filled, I have like a reusable water bottle that I use because I've been trying to drink a lot of water. It's always on my nightstand. Juliana, it's always filled with, I drink a lot, I drink of, water. A lot of water. It's always filled with ice and Brita. Like, it's really premium. So Ben's like, I'm going to go get some water. I'm like, no, wait, I just filled mine up. Here, take my thing. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, just take it. You don't have to get up. Take my water. He's like, no, I really like those cups you got in Rome. Like, I want to just, like, use the cup. I'm like, okay. Cut to four in the morning. Ben's, like, being a beast in his sleep. And he knocks the, the cup off the table and shatters my fucking brand new glass. From Rome. I went to Rome. I bought eight water glasses that are so cute. I sh literally got them home. I was carrying these glasses. It was like such a thing. I've kept them all intact since I went to Rome in October. Ben, boom, breaks one in the middle of the night. So then there's glass all over the floor. He has to vacuum because Theo and it's literally, I'm so fucking pissed in my sleep. I, I didn't even get up, but I was like, I guess I was yelling at Ben in my sleep about how I literally trekked through all of Europe with these glasses just for him to come home and break it and be a beast. So then I woke up like normal time a few hours later and I had a text from Ben um he had found the glasses on Wolf and Badger you ever get see that website yeah, really on Facebook? cute stuff really cute stuff he had found them he bought me a new set of eight which was so nice because he only broke one um but I guess like in his sleep he had felt really bad because I literally begged him right before bed not to use the glass like just use my fucking water bottle bitch so I have eight new glasses on, the, on their way well you come out on top I do. Per it's just usual. Like, it's just like, like why? Like just use the water bottle. Of course. Just use a water bottle. He had to With be all fancy special glass, and fancy. Fancy Nancy. Fancy Nancy over here. Yeah. And it disturbed my sleep, which like Unforgivable sin. Just as much as the cup. And I'm sure Theo was distressed as hell. We all woke up kind of like in a tizzy. Like we were frazzled. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. It was really disrespectful. He'll have to apologize for that. Yeah, he'll have to. He did, by the way. And like, he felt really bad, which just made me even more annoyed because I wanted to be angry. Right, right. You can't be angry at someone who's like deeply apologetic. And he woke up. He was like, I should have just taken the water bottle. I'm like, yes, like he knew exactly. I'm like, but I still wanted to be so angry. So now you need to like hold on to this memory for the next time he tries to defy <sighs> you and be like, remember what uh, happened last time? Yes. That's called being petty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's called being petty. That's also, I feel like, what you would do with Harry, like to teach someone a lesson. Yeah, I that, perhaps. Speaking of eggplant Roladini, how is my son? He's great. He misses his auntie, but he's been great. He left us a, with a little present today, a little spit up on my new spit up. on my new merch, mommy's new merch. No big deal. Let's talk about baby spit up because the way it smells so unbelievably vile. I mean, of course, it's throw up. So that makes sense. But the older he gets, the more disgusting it gets. Because in the beginning, it was just like a little breast milk, I'm you know? I'm finding the opposite. Like, no. he threw spit up on me today, but he had had oatmeal for breakfast. And it actually smelled like like cute baby tings. It didn't smell vile today. Maybe it's because you're like his mom. But like, it is literally atrocious. Like, it could make me gag the smell. Oh, my God. You are so dramatic. 
I'm not dramatic at all. Okay. I'm not. Like, it's so smelly. Okay. I'll tell me you said that. Please do. Tell me that. That was the thing sad. about me and Rold, we have a really honest relationship with one another. He says, Enti, you look fat in those jeans. I say, Roldini, your breath stinks. His breath has <laughs> never smelled a day in his life. No, not his breath. Actually, that's the thing about like not having teeth is your breath smells incredible. Yeah. Gotta knock out all my teeth. <laughs> so sick of having bad breath. Yeah. I like have bad breath. I think I have a cavity. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to the dentist too. One thing about me is like, I'm not going to the dentist, you know? Yeah, I have to go. I don't have strong teeth, so it's imperative that I do go. But I think you're fine. And you know what? Like, remember when we were kids and, like, everyone got to the phase in their life where they were getting braces? And it was, like, the worst thing to happen to your social life. Like, it was literally crippling to be just, like, metal mouth Mabel. Mm -hmm. And now, so many people I know, like, in their adulthood who had braces are doing Invisalign. And just like Invisalign is so common. Mm-hmm. Like kids these days like don't even need to get metal braces. Like they're getting Invisalign. Like that's not well, fair. Invisalign is so expensive. And honestly, for a kid, you're getting braces. Is it not covered by insurance? No. Are braces? I guess it's cosmetic. And braces, I think are, we never had them. I don't know the cost, but I think right. they're I don't know. so much less expensive than Invisalign. Yeah, no, but I feel like we'll get to a place where like Invisalign becomes the norm perhaps but I think right now if a kid needs braces like you're getting braces deal with it yeah no that's like that's one part of like like I always wish to be younger for sure but like that whole braces thing like that was a traumatizing part of youth for a lot of people yeah you know what I was thinking about recently because I feel like so many people especially like influencers and celebrities like have veneers and I feel like about that too because our teeth are not veneers like we think we have bad teeth. No, no, not that I think I have bad teeth, but it's like, I just like don't look like a grown person because I have like my little chiclet teeth. By the way, I completely agree. But like, then like grown women have veneers and I guess I'm like, I'm not grown until I have veneers. No, I was literally have, I was just thinking about this because I saw a TikTok and this guy was like, do not get veneers. He was like bleeding out of his mouth. And all the comments were like about how celebrity and influencer culture is like totally normalized getting veneers cosmetically for no reason. Whereas like you used to get a veneer or a set of veneers if your teeth got knocked out. Like it was a medical thing. And now it's just like a total vanity thing. How like, yes, you are not like beautiful until you have veneers and it's fucked. Yeah, it's so... I never thought about it before. And I always would have thought that like you get veneers if your natural teeth aren't great but now I'm just like you need like you chip a tooth or something right right right. but now I'm like am I just never gonna be on that level if I don't have veneers I just want to say I'm not getting I don't don't really feel bad for you because in terms of adult teeth your teeth are like I could look at you and be like wait does she have veneers like you have like not your bottom teeth no offense but your top teeth but your top teeth are like grown adult teeth I have two buck front teeth. Then the ones next to it are tiny little chiclets. And then the ones next to those are vampire Bella Swan things. Like I have like real teeth. Whereas like you have like beautiful teeth, your top teeth. Thank you. Yes, I'm not getting veneers. I never even thought about it. But I just was like noticing all of the influencers and celebrities have veneers. And I'm like, maybe I'll like, it's... It just looks so much more mature. No, and the crazy thing about veneers is like how common they've become when they're literally 30 grand and so painful and like, to get so installed. Do they take out 
your, you have no teeth underneath. You have, no you have like little nubs. They pull out. They all have your to teeth. shave it down to put the cap on. No it's thing. like a crazy thing to do. No, thank you. And one thing about me, like I embrace plastic surgery, cosmetic enhancements, but I draw the line at teeth. Unnecessarily. Of course. Like I'm not talking about when Sheena tripped on the sidewalk, sued the city, and was able to get a whole new set of teeth. Yeah. It's just interesting. No, I'm so glad you brought that up because people were just talking about it on TikTok. I'm like, you're right. It's so weird. Yeah, and I just feel like at every like people eventually always get veneers. I feel like how many like older people do you see with their with their teeth that grew in when they were eight? No one. But that's gonna be me. I'm not getting veneers. I'll watch this episode in two years with my big new teeth and be like, oh, I was so naive. <laughs> no, I really um. Like, yeah, every single person on reality TV has veneers. Yeah, and I just feel like now, like, it's kind of how with, when everyone gets, like, lip injections, but I have, these are my, like, natural lips, but now it's, like, I'm kind of part of the small-lipped community because everybody's lips are no, so big. Not. No, but, you're like, not. that's how, like, the scale is changing. Yes, 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 yes. But that's why, like, when Sonia Morgan, oh, my tooth fell out. Like, it's not her real tooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Veneers so, fall out all the time. So interesting. So interessant. Um, so that's your dental news of the day. Yeah, and while we could speak about teeth all morning, we have work to do. So without further ado. But you know what? Wait. You know what I have? Mm. I've got beef between my teeth. It would be lost without my floss. That's like the, that is a cultural shift in media. Like that episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where that kid performed the song and that kid happened to be Justin from Ugly Betty. And he did that little dance. I've got beef because he was pretending to be a piece of floss. It was so good. Also, we went to the moon in 1969. Cultural shift. Did anybody Cultural know when we went to reset. the moon before that? No. no, because I had thought that it was 1970, but it was the year sooner. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now you know. So now, without further ado, it is time for the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and... Take a bite out of your take a bite out of your toast. Today's episode is brought to you by Fashion Pass. Thank you, Fashion Pass, for sponsoring today's episode. We know so many toasters already know and love Fashion Pass because it is the steeniest clothing rental service where you get unlimited rentals for one flat price. Their clothes are everything of the sort, and in my opinion, would separate them from other clothing rental services where you're going to get tunics that your grandmother would wear. No, they're sell they're renting things that are actually current. They are hot right now. You can find some of their pieces on Revolve currently being sold. You're saving so much money because you're not buying out new clothes every time you have an event, a baby shower, a wedding. No, it's just like rent it, girl, rent it. And it's so much more sustainable, better for the environment and better for your wallet. The brands that they carry are premium. They have For Love and Lemons, Free People, Show Me Your Moo Moo. You guys know we're obsessed with Show Me Your Moo Moo. And Amanda Uprichard. If you hate spending $200 on an outfit that you're going to wear on vacation or to brunch, take a picture in and never wear again, check out the Trendsetter plan. That's what Jackie and I are on. We get to pick three clothing items and two accessories for every order, and then we could switch out our items as many times a month as we want. The shipping is super fast. They take care of dry cleaning and everything for you, so you send it back. You don't have to wash it, and then you know when you're getting something, it has been dry cleaned for you. 
They give you um, a bag to ship it in so that when you're done, it's just super easy and then you can choose new items. One of our favorite parts is that if you love something so much that you actually want to buy it, you can do that. You can buy something directly from Fashion Pass and you're going to get a huge discount somewhere between 30 and 60% off. It's a super better option than traditional shopping and it's more sustainable. If you're not into renting but you just want to purchase something, you can actually buy anything on their site now even if you're not a member. They offer free shipping and returns. It's super easy and you could purchase brand new items or like new items for huge discounts up to 70% off, which is amazing. We have a special discount code for you today. If you go to fashionpass.com, use code TOAST at checkout, you'll get $40 off your first month, so you can try it for literally $39. It's unlimited rentals for just $39 with code TOAST. I feel like people, when they start Fashion Pass, like they're extremely grateful to us because like if you don't know about it, it'll change your life because clothing rental is so genius, but a lot of these rental sites just have like fugly clothing. Like it's so ugly. Um, and it's not for like everyday wear, you know. I, no, and it's, it's not for like honestly the toasters who are like extremely stylish. Yeah, it's for special occasions mostly. But like I struggle most with everyday wear, getting dressed yes. every single day. I also, mean, how many times have I worn this cardigan? <laughs> also, I think the best way to shop is to rent something from somewhere. See if you wear it, how you wore it, if you liked it, and then keep it if it's meant for you. Totally. Um, so thank you, Fashion Pass, for sponsoring today's episode. We also are sponsored by FrameBridge, the custom framing company that will change your opinion of what true customization really is. They measure and handcraft each frame specifically for your piece, so you can frame bridge just about anything. Selfies, game day jerseys, your anniversary dinner menu, or your latest artistic masterpiece. Go to framebridge.com and upload your photo. If you have a physical piece to frame, they'll send you a complimentary packaging that you can safely mail it into. I feel like the most genius part of FrameBridge is like literally from your phone. I take so many premium pictures on my phone. I feel like the only pictures I used to frame are like wedding photos or photographer photos. Why? Like I have so many gorgeous photos of myself, of my family, of Roldini that I take on my phone and being able to upload directly from your phone, throw a little Jackie O flow on it. It's so premium. It's so easy and it's genius. And it's so affordable. Like framing is so crazy expensive. Like for what? Right. For wood. I feel like sometimes I look at art and I'm like, or frame photographs and I'm like, mm-hmm. I could have taken that picture. And then sometimes I take a picture and I'm like, am I Graham Allen? So right. fr- I was actually just on Framebridge and looking through my phone because I am going to frame a photo that I've taken. I'm not sure which one yet, but I need some more art decor around my house. And I feel like I've had so many pictures that I've taken. And I'm like, <laughs> National Geographic. Who? No, literally. Where? So how it works is you'll upload your photo. You can preview your item in dozens of their frame styles and you can choose your favorite or get um, help from a designer for free. The experts at FrameBridge custom frame your item, deliver your finished piece right to your door. And instead of paying hundreds at a framing store, FrameBridge starts at just $39 and free shipping. You can order online, or stop, or stop by a FrameBridge store near you to work with a designer in person. So they've been popping up all over the country. Check to see if there's a FrameBridge store near you. If not, you can go online. They're both super easy. We've both done it. You have a gorgeous photo of yourself framed in your closet, right? That you took like on your phone. Yes, Zach took it. Zach took it. So it's really like a, both of us. It's showing his creative eye mm-hmm. and my gorgeous stunning beauty. face. Um, frame your photos, send someone the perfect gift at framebridge.com. That's framebridge.com. Thank you, McClurdia. You're welcome for all the links and all the codes that'll save. Gotta add a shoulder to it. You better. Okay, our first story is kind of fucking wild. James Corden is Mm. Hollywood's latest tantrum maker. So yesterday, 
tantrum thrower. Yesterday, Keith McNally, NYC, posted on Instagram. He is the owner of Balthazar and Pastis and Mirandi and Minetta Tavern. He's a restaurant tour in New York City. And those City. are all, like, if you don't live in New York, those are all, like, celeb hotspots. Like, I believe him when he's saying Minetta Tavern. Like, these are all premium. Like, good luck getting a table at any of these restaurants. Yes. So he posted a grainy photo of James Corden taken he from... He really dragged him to filth with that photo. It looks like he took it on his phone of Google Images. You know when people do oh that? Oh, God. And totally. out of nowhere, he said, James Corden is a hugely gifted comedian, but a tiny cretin of a man. And the, Not most, the word cretin. And the most abusive customer to my Balthazar server since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. I don't often 86 a customer to today I 86 Corden. It did not make me laugh. Here are two examples of the funny man's treatment on my staff. Manager report number one. In June, James Corden was here on table 61. Although this is diabolical, it happens very occasionally in all restaurants. After eating his main course, Corden showed the hair to Balthazar manager G, who was very apologetic. Corden was extremely nasty to G and said, quote, get us another round of drinks this second and also take care of all of our drinks this far. This way, I write any nasty reviews in Yelp or anything like that. Okay, so obviously, you know, getting a hair in your food is not ideal, but like humans are creating your food and sometimes that happens and it's gross. But the restaurant, especially a fancy place like Balthazar, like they'll always make it right. They'll comp your meal. Like right. they'll make it right if you point it out. So obviously it's unfortunate and it's on the restaurant, but that's what happens. We're not robots making your meal. Like people have hair. Right. Manager report number two. James Corden was at Balthazar with his wife on October 9th for brunch. He asked for a table outside. Brunch maitre d' Allie Walters took the party to table 301. Mr. Corden's wife ordered an egg yolk omelet with Gruyere cheese and salad. A few minutes after they received the food, James called their server, MK, and told her there was a little bit of egg white mixed with the egg yolk. MK oh informed God. the floor manager, G. The kitchen remade the dish, but unfortunately sent it with home fries instead of salad. That's when James Corden began yelling like crazy to the server, quote, you can't do your job, you can't do your job. Maybe I should go into the kitchen and cook the omelet myself. MK was very apologetic and brought G over to the table. He returned the dish, and after that, everything was fine. He gave them promo champagne glasses to smooth things out. G said that Corden was pleasant to him, but nasty to the server. MK was very shaken, but professional that she is, continued to finish her shift. Okay, so like, James Corden is like a monster. Um, I feel like that's not the most surprising I thing. think that that is surprising. James Corden I don't is know, like, like... I can see it. I can see it. No, I'm really, really surprised. He seems like... First of all, his brand is being, you know, that nice, funny guy. He's yeah. everybody's friend in Hollywood. And... So was Ellen. So was, yeah, no, but that's why that was shocking. Unless you had heard the whispers before. Yeah. It's shocking because her brand was being like the nice, funny woman. She ended every show like, don't forget to be kind. Right. But she forgot. <laughs> don't you forget to be kind, she bitch. Forgot. So she to it totally escaped her mind. I never heard anything like this about James Corden. No whispers. So this has ca caught me unawares. And it's very surprising because it's very off brand for what he purports to be. But then the manager also, or the owner also posted this, that another grainy photo of James Corden taken on his phone from Google Images. James Corden just called me and apologized profusely. Having fucked up myself more than most people, I strongly believe in second chances. So if James Corden lets me host his late, late show for nine months, I'll immediately rescind his ban from Balthazar. No, of course not. But anyone magnanimous enough to apologize to a deadbeat layabout like me and my staff doesn't deserve to be banned from anywhere especially Balthazar so come back to the five and dime Jimmy Corden Jimmy Corden all is forgiven 
I feel like James Corden uh, will never set foot in this restaurant ever again. It was nice of him to apologize. I mean, he literally had no choice. People were dragging him to filth. And like, I feel like this might, this might be like the beginning of the peeling back the layers of James Corden. Well, I think now if other people have experiences like this, they will come forward. I just... Yeah. One, I just, before I say the next thing, I just want to say, I think people who are nasty to wait staff are the nastiest people, Most especially disgusting. there was a bit of egg white in your yolk. Like that's not a real, you're complaint. welcome. It's healthier for you. Yeah. Welcome. Right. No, who I sends that? Agree. Like, that's psychotic behavior. And, 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 and okay. A hair in your food. Like, yes, you definitely send that back, but there is a nicer way to do it. No one put it there intentionally. Calm the right. fuck down. Agreed. People who have disrespect for like servers are scum of the earth. Yes. With that said, this restaurant owner just like posting a picture of James Corden to his Instagram with like all of this information, I find to be extremely bizarre. Like one, mm -hmm. if he's like Lika to Dumois, like a normal person. Yeah. And two, like, I feel like other celebrities might be like, well, I don't know that I want to go. Not because I'm a bad person or anything, but this guy's just like putting people on blast, you know? Like, yeah, but I feel like this is not a pattern with this man. Like, if he was doing it a lot, I'd be like, okay, that's weird. But you know what? Like, I don't know. I kind of liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's tea. The tea is No, but hot. it's also like, you know and what? And we're going to be called out for bad should, behavior. Celebrities should live in fear that if they're going to be rude to waitstaff, like, they're going to get dragged. Because I'm sorry, you have to be an, a human being. That's true. You know what? Like, if this instills the fear in God of the, to the Ellens of the world... You know what? I'm fucking here for it. I am. That's a good point. It doesn't bother me. Normally, like this call out culture where like, you know, the thing that always comes to mind is like the Instacart driver who said like Kylie's baby was screaming in the next room. Like that shit I don't like because one, it feels like an invasion of privacy. And two, it's like, I don't know if I believe you. Like, do you, I, where, what's the proof that you really even drive Instacart? But this guy, like, I believe, I believe him. I know he owns these restaurants. He's looking out for his staff. And you know what? I'm here for it. Okay. I am. Because you know what? Like celebrities are, there are a lot of celebrities who are like really, really rude to the people who work for them. But you know, like those people have a choice, you know, like they can, you don't have to work for Mariah Carey. I'm not saying Mariah Carey's evil. But you know, like you go to work as a servant, you're just doing your job, trying to wait on people and you have to wait on some asshole. Like, you know what? I, I'm here for this whole story. Okay. I, I, I don't disagree with you. And I do, I, I like your point that they should live in fear and they should be extra nice to make sure they that they, should live that they don't fear. end up being like this. But right. Remember when Kendall Jenner left Mercer Kitchen without tipping or without paying the bill? I remember there was a Mercer Kitchen incident. Um, I don't remember the specifics. And I'm, I'm sure that it was an accident, a misunderstanding. Her friend was like, I got it. No, I got it. And then they, like, I don't think she skips out on bills. And the way that she was dragged till the next century online, she'll never do it again. Yeah. It teaches celebs. Everyone's watching at all times. So if you're going to go out in public, you can't act like an ass. Yeah. And that's good. A proper arse. It's good to promote people not acting like an ass. Agreed. Especially in restaurants, because I feel like waitstaff are some of the most underappreciated and disrespected people in this country. Yeah. So like when I'm at a restaurant and I hear, I'll never, I feel like I've told this story before. I will never forget. Like, I, I see people being rude all the time. Nail salons, oh my God, too. When like, I see, like, my literal, my butt clenches. I'm like, yes. Make it stop. Shut up. Okay. 
So I was at 40 Carats. I remember this story from high school because I happened to like have not like well, really well, but I knew the girl who I was looking at. Were like, you sitting with her friend. or you saw her from no, afar? No, no, okay, no, no. Okay. She was a few tables away. Like I didn't know her enough to say hi, but like I knew her name. You know, in high school, like you used to just, like know people's names that you yeah, didn't actually course. know. Yeah, of course. Facebook. Facebook, right. Okay. And so we were at 40 Carats and like at 40 Carats, they don't write things down. Um, but they always get it right. It's like a thing there. It's crazy. They never write down your order. Everyone customizes a salad, swap out this, add this, but they always get it right. So this girl was a few tables down for me and her salad arrived and I guess it was incorrect. And so she summons the waiter and she like goes with her hands like this. She goes, generally, I do not like it when waiters don't write things down. This salad is incorrect. She shoves it in his face. Please return it. It was so rude. Like I, and I, we were both like 16 at the time. And I was like, damn, she has fucking balls, bitch. Like I would never talk to anyone like that. Like at six, I've never talked to anyone like that period, but like at 16, like, oh my God, I never forgot it. I literally will quote it once a week. Generally, I don't like when people don't write things down. Oh my God. You have to tell me who it was offline. I would love to. I don't know if you know her. Oh my God, that's Like I so barely knew her. She crazy. was just friends with one of my friends. Also, like my salad has to be like a hamburger in order for me to send it back. Right, of course. Of course you say no croutons. The croutons are there, but you just eat it. You pick them out. Like it's not a big <laughs> You're deal. Like, good. I was hoping they would be there. <laughs> right. No, like for me, I'll, I'll never in my life send things never. back. I will literally move things around, go home and order McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like I, my husband will send things back. He'll be like, you know, this fish doesn't taste right. And like, I get it because, you know, you're paying for a fish and if the fish is rotten, like you shouldn't eat it. But like, I can't. And if I ever do, like my voice is so small and I'm like. No, and this is what I say. I always, whenever I'm like about to complain at a restaurant, I'm like, I realize I'm the most annoying human being on the planet, but like this salad was supposed to not have dressing and it has dressing. So can I just get a new one? Yeah. Oh, I guess if it was dressed and I wanted it not dressed, I would. um, For me, I think salad dressing is the most disgusting thing on the planet. Like if it's anywhere near my salad, I can't eat it. Yeah. 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 That's a salad ruiner. And that's for the salad I eat once a year. So it's not really a frequent problem that I have. Right. But no. Also, I, I like, I just feel like in general, like say like something's like a little amiss about your order, whatever it is. For the most part, everyone should just get a little more comfortable. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be perfection. Unless it's, like, something major. Like, I agree. Like, I didn't want lettuce on my burger. Take it off. <laughs> Take it off. Right. If you, like, most, of, nine times out of ten, what's wrong with your order? You could pick it out with your fingers. Like, no, for real. Yes, I totally agree. Unless it's really mixed in there, chopped, sautéed, and fried. Like, you're fine. Yeah, or, like, it tastes good this way, too. You like it. Yeah, no, you'll eat it's it. meant that way. You'll eat it and you'll like it. And you'll like it. Totally. <laughs> Anyways, I'm very curious to hear if like more people now have the stories about Mr. Gordon. Because you're not rude just once. It's a pattern. Yeah. So, but that was we'll surprising. See. That was. Speaking of people speaking out. Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's ex-nanny is telling all. She gave an exclusive to the Daily Mail and told how smitten Olivia Wilde broke up with devastated Jason Sudeikis just weeks after she began filming Don't Worry Darling with Harry Styles in Palm Springs. So for the first- Before we dive into this story, Mm -hmm. I want to say, like, I will be drinking up all the tea that was spilled and dissecting every minute of it. But I think someone- working in your home with your children then doing an anonymous interview is so abhorrent and disgusting and such an invasion of privacy. I don't know if she had an NDA, if she didn't have an NDA, but you let someone into your home 
with your children and they exploit that. Like, I think that is so horrible and disgusting and just scum, scummy. Horrible, disgusting. And I also just, you know, before I even go to like what she said, I want to let you know that Jason and Olivia already put out a statement together. This might be the thing to bring them back together because like they were united against one another, but now someone who was in their home with their children is attacking them. It doesn't even matter what they're saying. Like they are now a united front. They're back to being a family. Yeah. So they said together as parents, it is incredibly upsetting to learn that a former nanny of our two young children would choose to make such false and scurrilous accusations about us publicly. Her, um... Her now 18-month-long campaign of harassing us as well as loved ones, close friends, and colleagues has reached its unfortunate apex. We will continue to focus on raising and protecting our children with the sincere hope that she will now choose to leave our family alone. So this woman obviously has an ax to grind. I personally, like, hope they sue her because she definitely signed an NDA and this violates every term of that. But here's what she said. Um... For the first time, she revealed the full inside story of the breakdown of Olivia Wilde's relationship with Jason Sudeikis and her affair with Harry Styles. Um, She said that while Olivia Wilde has always claimed that her and Jason split up at the start of 2020, they actually split 10 months later, weeks after she began, began filming with Harry Styles. The nanny said she was caught in the middle of the warring pair and said that Jason Sudeikis later uncovered the full details of Olivia's relationship with Harry by reading messages on an Apple watch Olivia had left behind. During one blow up on November 15th, Jason allegedly lashed out and chased after Olivia after she had prepared a salad for Harry Styles in their kitchen. Jason went outside and lay under her car so she wouldn't leave, the nanny said. A series of devastating texts from Olivia and Jason to their nanny reveals how the actor was crying, crying to her about Olivia leaving. (sighs) Not the salad. Yeah. This is so messy. I mean, Olivia has stated and really dug her ground for years, not for years, but for months, that... This was not an extramarital affair. She started dating Harry after Jason and all was kosher. Um, I think a lot of people were skeptical of that. And the people who were skeptical of that now have even more reason to be skeptical because the nanny said they were still together during 2022. It wasn't January. It was more like October. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's interesting. I don't know. Like this feels like a little too much information for me. Of course. People are entitled to having breakdowns in their kitchens and fighting with their husbands in their driveways. Like, I don't know. I feel like as much as I really wanted to like slurp up this tea, it just really feels like none of our fucking business. Right. And then also you do have to question the source. And right. Olivia and Jason said like she's been acting in an unprofessional manner for months now and like kind of harassing them. So I'm not even sure if everything that she said was true. Even if it is true, it's not my business to know. So I'm not really like ingesting it I feel like when people do stuff in public it's then it's up for all of us to pick apart yeah but what you do in the privacy of your own home this is like a confidentiality it's like spying and it's no it's, like it's really get, people deserve privacy it's like when you get evidence in an illegal way legally what's that called I don't know but like it the evidence is thrown out because if it, if it was secured in an illegal manner it's uh no there's a word it's um like you throw it out it's like a hold on illegal evidence i think it's with a c it's like so law and order like i know it's so law and order circumstantial we've had this conversation once before and then like afterwards i remembered what i what it was 
and now I'm forgotten again. Shit. Whatever. The evidence gets thrown out because it, it's neither here nor there because it was secured in an illegal manner. So I agree. Like, I, and I bet they're, you know, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Olivia and Jacob. Oh my God. I'm not okay. Elizabeth and Jacob. Al- Olivia and Jason are like, probably quaking that this woman who's clearly unhinged was like so close to their children for so long. Yeah. That's like a pit beyond pit. Pit beyond pit. So I don't know. I don't like this. I really don't. And it doesn't really change how I feel about the situation. No. If anything, it makes me sympathetic towards Olivia and Jason. Right. And what the biggest bombshell would be like that she did cheat on Jason with Harry, that they did start their affair while they were together. Well, people already think that. So doesn't change anything for me. No, I agree. Are you ready for our next story? Is it the next story that's brought to you by... Haya? Yeah. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They are filled with teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, other gummy junk that growing kids should never eat. And that's why Haya was created. It is a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's gummies are filled with 5 grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, but it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters like myself. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full-body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste that they love. It's formulated with the help of nutritional experts. Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits, vegetables, and it's supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. Haya's uh, products are non-GMO, they are vegan, they are dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and pretty much everything else you can imagine because all your kids have different needs. And Haya is looking out for the campers, which we really appreciate it because it is a camper-tested, mother-approved brand. Yes, I just got Haya gummies, and I think it's such a great idea for a brand, obviously. But what's so cute about them, and I got them, um, I'm giving them to Kaylor because they come with, like, stickers and stuff that you decorate the bottle with. But, like, so Kaylor cute. decorated it herself, and she was so excited about it. It makes the kids, like, excited to take their gummies a hundred percent because you know kids these days you gotta make shit exciting everything. you gotta make shit exciting because it's designed for kids of all ages it is sent straight to your door so your parents have one less thing to worry about again the decorating is kind of the kids favorite parts so it's a great oh play with this for 10 minutes while mommy goes and takes a shower and has a glass of wine like it's nice they're taking care of everyone. We have worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You can get 50% off your order. If you claim the deal, you have to go to HayaHealth.com slash toast. Deal is not available on their regular website, so you have to go to H-Y-Y... No, scratch that. H-I-Y-A Health, H-E-A-L-T-H, dot com slash toast. Again, that's HayaHealth.com slash toast. H-I-Y-A, H-E-A-L-T-H, dot com slash toast get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy beautiful stunning and smart adults great okay our next story Meghan markle is talking about her time on deal or no deal on her new podcast at her finally new episode dropped with paris hilton and she is talking about her time as the deal or no deal um briefcase girl quick question um has she not released an episode since the last time we talked about it or were the other episodes like a i think that she did release an episode i think um I, I believe that she did, that okay. she has. 
Um, so she quit her job in 2006 as a briefcase girl on Dear No Deal because she felt she was being, quote, reduced to a bimbo. She said, I ended up quitting the show. I was so much more than what was being objectified on the stage. I didn't feel like... I didn't like feeling forced to be all looks and little substance. And that's how it felt for me at the time being reduced to this specific archetype, the word bimbo. Oh my God. She is like having to use the word archetype. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> right? shoehorning it into every episode. But I think that's the point of this show. It's each right. episode is what word are we deconstructing? And this one is bimbo. Got it. Okay. I mean, by the way, to be objectified like that, like that sucks. Um, but that's kind of like, you know, becoming a lawyer and being like, you know, there's too many, too many trials for me. Like, that's the job. Right. Right. She said, I was grateful for the job, but not about how it made of me course. feel, which was not smart. By the way, I was surrounded by smart women, but that wasn't the focus. No, for sure. Um, and I'm glad she's talking about it because, like, it's kind of like... Iconic. For By the way, for me, another cultural shift moment was when everybody put together that Meghan Markle, who had just gotten engaged to Harry, had been on Deal or No Deal. Like, for me, like, that whole arc, like, you can... That's literally, like, the American dream. Yeah. Like, you can do and become anything you want. It doesn't matter where you came from. So I personally, like, I'm obsessed with this arc. Um, To hear that she didn't have a pleasant time, like, that sucks. But it's also, like, what did you expect? Like, that is literally the job you signed up for. Like, you, you don't talk as a briefcase girl. You literally stand there in a tiny dress. Yeah, and hold a briefcase. And hold a briefcase. Right. So, I'm glad that she's, I think, feel like this is the first time since she's been... Royal that she's acknowledged I it. think so. I'm trying to think back. Yes. I, I can't remember another time. No, that's why it's so crazy. Yeah. So, and you know what? Like, that's, I know, what, honestly, I, that's what a podcast is for. I respect she could have, you know, kept pretending like it didn't exist. Next, I need her to talk about giving Roadhead to Ethan in 90210. Next, I need to talk, her to talk about the Hallmark experience. Was she in a Hallmark movie? Yeah. Which one? One, Sparks Fly. It was a very lovely July 4th centered. Oh, not Christmas. Okay, no, it that's was why not Christmas. But I do think that there were others. And in it, her romantic lead of Sparks Fly was Betty Cooper's father from Riverdale, also known as the Black Hood. Yeah, Hal Cooper. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's very weird. It's a good um, movie, though. Check it out. I am so grateful and that of course, she's talking I, about I mean, this. we never watched, but everyone's obsessed with suits. Yes, I know. I never watched, so I don't know anything. Um, that's why I didn't mention it. But yes, people But are we would be remiss if we didn't mention it. Of course, of course. Even though to me, like, cultural impact of Deal or No Deal is just as big as that of Suits. Agreed. Um, so I'm grateful that she is talking about it because, like, honestly, it's something I've long wondered and thought about and, like, what her opinion on it is. It's not high. We know, we know that now. Um, and cool. Cool. Yeah. She didn't give us, like, a lot to work with, but... No. And I, her show is, like, kind of scripted, so it's, like... Um, it's, yeah, it's like, it's, um, Inter it's well thought out. Yeah, no, it's like interview and then she talks like now, but I'm pretty sure it's like written out before. So yeah, yeah no, it's like, it, it's edited. It has like an interview style and then like they cut to like a narration, amusing, Megan's musings. Megan's musings, but it's not like, oh shit, did I just say that? Fuck it. Yeah, no, it's not conversational. It's very, um, produced. Yes. Are you ready for our next story? Is it the fourth or the, the fifth? The fourth. I am ready. Erica Jane says she was joking about PK and Dorit Kemsley being the next to break up. So we reported yesterday that at BravoCon, 
Erica was asked who she thought the next couple to break up would be after a long pause. She said to read in PK. Then PK posted. PK dragged her to fucking filth oh, yes, on Instagram. He, did. he said Erica Jane thought her husband was innocent. She thought the ankle is more important than the brain. She thought she could keep the earrings. Now she thinks Dorit and I are next to split up. Here's a quick bit of management advice. Stop thinking. Yikes. You know what's so interesting to me is like at the beginning of the season of Beverly Hills, Garcelle's main gripe was like there is a core group in this group and like no one else can really make genuine friendships because the five of you are so like tight. And now it's between Lisa and Kyle being Dunzo and Erica and Doreen, like that group of Lisa, Kyle, Erica, Dorit, and I think Teddy Mellencamp was in that too. They're like fizzled, like they're done. Yeah. Also, Erica then said, um, when did you get so sensitive? You know damn well I was joking. But this actually reminded me of something, and it's going to sound like kind of crazy, but throughout this season, I was like kind of getting, I don't know what sort of vibe, I can't explain it, between like Erica and PK. Like they were such bitter enemies, Dorit and PK's first season, like and Erica like eviscerated him like on the reunion. He was just like meant to be like this like pervy weird guy. And mm-hmm. now Erica and PK had like a really good friendship. Like you always see them like chatting when there's a party. Mm-hmm. I think they like um, Erica likes like, like P- each other. Yeah, I think they like each other. Even when PK was like to Maurizio, like aside from your wife, like who looks the best tonight? Remember when he asked him that? At yeah, of course. And he asked it like waiting to give his answer of Erica. Right, he had someone in his brain. Right, and yeah. Mauricio's like, Rena? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, no, totally. I just feel like they're, it's, they're like really sometimes like are so friendly. and some, They just have like this love-hate relationship. And now they're on the hate side. But you don't really beef yeah. with your I friend's mean, husband like that. I also don't know why Erica said it. Like, it, I, if, okay, so first of all, I didn't get the vibe at all that she was kidding. Yeah. She didn't laugh. So I I hate when people say that. Like, if you're going to say something, stand by Mm -hmm. it. So I don't know why she said it. And then I don't know why she said she was kidding. And it was like, how could they not be upset by that? Like, don't be all surprised that they're mad. No, if that's your friend and then your friend says that, like, say about someone you're not friends with. Like, right. Because Dorit is like very Switzerland, almost to the point where she's like boring this season. So she doesn't come for anyone. If anything, she was being like really sympathetic to Erica and Aspen. So I don't really know why Erica would come for her when Dorit has really been nothing but neutral and really nice to Erica this season. Yeah. Just like they moved into Diana's hotel together. Right. Right. So like, come on. It's weird. It's weird for sure. And it's like, it's aggressive for no reason. Yeah. I don't know. But who else would she have said? She was asked which of the ladies from Beverly Hills, right? I don't know what the question was, but she would have stuck to Beverly Hills because she doesn't know the other franchise's marriage. I mean, it's hard to say because Sutton and Garcelle don't have husbands. Nobody knows Rick Hilton. Kyle. She would never say Rinna. No, and she wouldn't say Kyle Mauricio. And she can't, you can't say Kyle Mauricio because their marriage is an institution. Yeah. So she could have, like, she was really only left with Dorit. Not answered. She, like, walked down the runway and yeah, was, like, she made, made a, a moment. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these Watch Rappin's Live specials have started to air. The first night I sent you that clip, they had, um, they had Candace Dillard Bissette, Kenya Moore, Sheena Marie Shea, and Melissa Gorga each perform like a medley of their own songs. And I was like living for every moment of it. I thought um, Kenya's was a mess. I thought Sheena's was so cute. Like she did actually a really good job. She did. Candace Dillard took it incredibly seriously, which was like a little bit weird, but still pretty good. 
And then Melissa Gorga lip sync for her life. And it was fabulous. Yeah, it was. Couldn't look away. No, I mean, these Watch Happens Live specials, they've done them before. And I don't know why they have so much trouble with the audio. Like, Andy's running around handing his microphone to everyone. Like, mic people up. Yeah. No, they did them dirty with the music. It's like chaos. But I think, like, by Sheena's turn, she realized, you know what? Just don't sing over the track because you can't sing. You can't hear it. Um, Mm -hmm. Kenya was the first... And she didn't know. She got screwed. She, the first through the wall is the bloodiest. She didn't know. She didn't know. Yeah. But they all were good sports about it. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoy those Watch What Happens Live specials where they do like the kids ones. Like I, I like that. Yeah. I didn't watch it. You know what? I started watching a new show on Netflix called The Empress. What's Historical. that? Is it like royal vibes? It's royal vibes. It's... um about Cece she's the empress of Austria and she's come up a lot in my readings I was actually just reading about Hedy Lamar, and she plays Cece in an uh Austrian like Broadway production of Cece and I was like you know what I've seen this woman a few times I'm gonna read a book about her next and then I realized that this new show on Netflix is about her so I've started watching it it's really quite gorgeous and stunning I'm only two episodes in but I look forward to learning her story stunning <laughs> Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Only if it's the fifth and final story that's sponsored by Nutrafol. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, sorry. I was, yeah. So I don't know if you guys knew this, but 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, just know you're not alone and there is a solution that you can trust to deliver, deliver results. Millions of Americans experience thinning hair. It is more than common. It's actually considered normal and it can feel really lonely and frustrating, but it's time to change a conversation. Join the thousands of women who are standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement that is clinically shown to improve your hair growth. It can improve thickness. It can show visible scalp coverage. It supports healthy hair from within. It targets the five root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. So Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. Each formula is physician formulated using natural drug-free medical grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages so that you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. Over 3,000 top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. So Nutrafol has become one of these brands that you can really trust. Their ingredients are premium. It is developed by the best in the world and there's proven results. Whatever reason you might be having hair loss, I know you experience a lot of hair loss postpartum, whatever the reason is, some people get it in menopause, some people just get it in stages in their life when they're really stressed out. Um, Nutrafol is going to target that reason, whether it's stress, whether it's environment, whether it's postpartum hormones, and they are going to target that and eradicate your hair loss. Um, And millions of women are using Nutrafol. It's a fabulous brand. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com. Enter promo code TOAST to save $15 off your first month subscription. It's the best offer that they have anywhere, and it is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. They also offer free shipping on every order and the $15 off at Nutrafol.com. It's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. Dot com. That promo code is toast for $15 off plus the free shipping on every order. Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code toast. Great. Our fifth and final story, a little more Bravo news. Monique Samuels and her husband, Chris Samuels, have taken to their YouTube channel to address the rumors, and they have announced that they are trying to fix their marriage, but they deny divorce rumors. 
So you were 100% right, by the way. Like, <laughs> I thought you were being crazy, being like, no, they, like, it's, it literally feels like they put this story out to promote their YouTube channel. I, it worked. Because Monique admitted that her marriage, because if there was no divorce rumors and then she just went on YouTube to say that they're struggling. No one would It care. wouldn't be news because also they went on Love and Marriage DC last year and like talked about some of their marriage struggles. So that wouldn't be yeah. news. Anyway, she admitted that her marriage with her husband, Chris Samuels, was, quote, struggling in some areas, but they are most definitely not getting a divorce. She said, it's no secret that Chris and I have been struggling in some areas of our marriage. And anybody who watched Love and Marriage DC last year, y'all saw the arguments. Y'all saw everything that was going on. It was a lot of confusion. It was crazy building up to that 10-year marker of our marriage. And when you've been married that long and you have things that you're like, listen, this is being unmet or I've been unheard, you start to get frustrated and it's like, oh my God, is this what life is going to be like? I can't take it anymore. So what you guys mm -hmm. saw in Love and Marriage was my cry for help. Anyways, they will be living apart right now, though not getting divorced and they will be working through these issues. I mean, it makes me really sad, first of all, that like their marriage is having trouble because I like I looked up to their marriage. I thought they had an amazing marriage and I really, really hope that they can work through this. But it also makes me sad that they're resorting to these types of tricks and staged moments because Monique is better than this. And I feel like, honestly, she needs to come back to Housewives for real. I agree. I also think like if you can sit down and do like a YouTube video with your husband. 100%. Who you're like on the outs with, but you guys can like really talk about how your needs aren't being met. It's like, well, what if instead of talking to YouTube, you just talked about your needs? Like they're communicating. To a therapist. They're, like I just feel like it's a bit drastic considering it seems, of course not everything's as it seems, but like to sit down and be able to like talk publicly about the fact that you guys are going through a rough time right now and are on the brink of divorce. It it's like, we can maybe come back from here. Yeah, no, because couples, most couples, 99% of couples who are on the brink of divorce, like cannot even look at each other, let alone sit down and record a YouTube video. Right, if you need so much space from someone that they need to move out, like, how can you record? You're not getting together to film. Right. So what I need from Monique is I need her and Chris to really work on their marriage, get to a better place so that they can return. Yeah. Because it's enough. Like, it was fun. She was disrespected. She had to stand her ground. But now Bravo needs to um, swallow their pride and crawl back to money. I don't think she's going to go back. I know. Because you know what she is? Scrupled. Scrupled. Even though I That's believe the original. when Candace was talking about have you no scruples, she was talking about Candace. Actually, she might have been talking about Ashley for writing the statement. She was in her house. I don't know who Candace was yeah, referring to. Yeah, she was to. talking like to Chris. Chris. But I don't know what it was about. I think it was about Monique. Mm. Well, we've truly come full circle <laughs> on that. Um, I just, I need her back, especially because I know it's early, so it's not fair to say, but like these first two episodes of Potomac have been positively dreadful. Like the way that Giselle is creating a storyline out of thin air with this Chris Bassett DM, like we need more. We're going to need more. We're, we're going to need more than that. Yeah. And I just, I know the woman to do it. I think they thought it was going to be Sharice, but I think it's going to be Monique. I would. I hate Sharice. I would love for it to be Monique. I would love also, for it to be Monique. Also, now that Sharice too, is back, Monique probably won't join. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but like these antics with the YouTube and like the boy who cried divorce, like she's better than yeah. this. Come on. Um. So those were the Fast Five stories. You definitely did not need to know any of them. Really? Maybe the first one. And oh, you didn't need to know Jason and Olivia. No, you didn't need to know the big nothing burger that was Monique. <laughs> uh, Meghan Markle. 
Also, she said a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, but she talks about her time. Right, right. Maybe, okay, so maybe like two and a half of the stories you needed to know. Yeah. The James Corden thing is just like, I'm still trying to process it because just something about it just like doesn't, doesn't feel like justice to like put someone on, I don't know. But like, of course what he did is. It does, by the way, if your crime is going to be like being an asshole, I think being put on blast is the perfect punishment, honestly. It's not illegal to no. be an asshole, but it's just not the right thing of to course, do. Of course, of course. I don't know. It's just like, it didn't feel like justice. I also felt like the way it ended felt weird. Yeah, because like he apologized like the to the restaurateur. Not, he didn't apologize publicly. Or, to MK and right, G. Right, or to the staff that we know of. So, I don't know. It's just like a weird story. It was definitely a weird ending. Like, never mind. He apologized. He can come back. And I want to host Late Show. Yeah, no. The, the guy is weird. <laughs> but I respect the hustle. Because if I ever, like, you know, if James Corden ever owed me anything, I, too, would ask in return to do his job. Yeah. Also, now people probably go to Balthazar, like, knowing you're going to be put on blast. So, like, I'm going to. Also, you're going to see celebrities. I'm going to be an angel now. Yeah, no, it definitely adds to, like, the legacy of Balthazar, which already has, like, a rich history of being a celeb spotting. Where is it? I think it's technically in uh, Greenwich Village. It's, like, I think it's by Lafayette, I think. Don't quote me on that. I've been once, and I took a cab, and I don't remember, like, what the street it was, you know? I don't, I don't know if I've ever been. Maybe, no, sorry. I think it's in Soho. Okay. It's a stunning facility, by the way. If, when you come to town, we should go. It's like, oh, next time we have a GNO and we don't know where to go, that's where we okay. should go. But we better act Remind right. Remind me. Oh, I will, Keith McNally. I will. So those were the stories. That was our show. Nice and quick show. Oh, no. It's already an hour and 10 minutes. Okay. Um, tomorrow we are back with Dear Toasters. Do we have any TV that's on Definitely. Tonight? Though yeah. I couldn't tell you what. No, I couldn't tell you either. But we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeart Radio, CastBox, all the places. Wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, the Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an incredible Tuesday. And we'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day. Bye. Goodbye.